Welcome to Couch to Coach, a weekly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch. And me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached. And we are live on a very, very snowy day. I hate the snow, Rob. I'm not going to lie. I don't mind. I don't like it. I'm looking outside now and it's still coming down and it's getting thicker and thicker and thicker. And I'm like, I've got a run to do today. I've got a run at the weekend. I'm hoping it's not cancelled. No, it's not part of Stafford off. I mean, the weekend. Stafford off, yeah. And if it's cancelled, I'll be gutted because I've got my eyes set on a PB. I've got people lined up to support me. I'm running with Dave Wallace, who's going to keep me on track with me pacing. So shout out to Dave Wallace. And then it's, Typical, I nearly swore then, but it's a it's a clean podcast. It's typical that it might be cancelled. We'll see. We'll see. We've got plenty of time. Yeah. Given for dropping a swear word in because the snow, the snow <laughs> really. I mean, I looked out the window yesterday. I had a, a session to do, like my first session post Cambridge, and it was about what time? Lunch break time at work. I was like, oh, I can't be, I can't be bothered to do this. It was like ripping the band aid off. I was like, I've got to get it. So I just went upstairs, put my kit on, and it was literally the hour before it started to come down thick so I played it right um, I, I hope you can get your runs in I hope, I hope Stafford halves on because I think you're in good shape we'll talk about your training a bit later yeah. but you're in good shape yeah I'm hoping so I'm hoping so It's well it's Thursday today we do it on a Thursday so we've got Friday we've got Saturday we've got Sunday and, typ- and typical weather you probably absolutely chuck it down over the next couple of days and actually get rid of all the snow yeah. it's supposed to be spring it's supposed to be coming into spring and it's snowing the 9th of March uh-huh. and it's snowing I mean it's not that cold it's strange it's not that cold by me but it, there was about no. three or four inches of snow I had to scrape off the car this morning to get the, the girls to nursery yeah. which yeah. We, we, we've, had a, we've had a discussion about running in the snow haven't we a couple of, couple of episodes again yeah. so I'm not going to mention it but if you haven't listened to that and you're thinking to yourself want to go out and go running in the snow we had a question was it from Dave? No, it was my mate Sam asking whether he could run in, Sam, run in yeah. the ice and I told him to go for it because he's my best mate and it wouldn't bother me if he slipped over. <laughs> uh, it'd be quite funny. But no, I think, to be fair, looking at the snow, the way it is at the moment, it's that thick, thick powdery stuff that's not slippy. Yeah. So I, actually, I think yeah. one of the Stoke Fit members had put um, a message on the, the Facebook page this morning. Is it right for me to run in the snow? And... I actually think whilst it's like this, it's thick white snow, get on a trail. It's actually quite pleasant. It's in the next couple yeah. of days where it starts to pack down. It gets cold overnight. It becomes icy. Um, yeah. The slush comes. You're actually at risk of like where it's been trodden down and it becomes hard, twisting your ankle, slipping over, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I think you're still in the safe zone of getting out and doing a bit at the moment. And also because it's so fresh, you could use it to refresh yourself. You could use it and drink it. But don't eat yellow snow. Big top tip for you. <laughs> if it's yellow or brown, I mean, we're gonna, leave we're it alone. We're going to look at diet later on in this episode. Yellow snow is definitely not on the diet. Um, definitely not. But it, it's quite nice. We've got, um, we live right next to a, a little golf course, a nine-hole golf course, and it's great because it's hilly and, and no one plays golf yeah. in this weather. So it's really nice to get running out in the fresh snow on places where you wouldn't normally be able to run. Stick your trail shoes yeah. on. Don't use it as an excuse. Be safe. Of course, be safe, but get out there. It's good fun. Yeah, I'll be going. Hopefully, I'll be going later on. Yeah, today. I was going to say, so we have a look at your um, your 
training week from Thursday to Thursday yeah. because you've got a big weekend coming yeah. up, haven't you? Um, uh-huh. I was looking at this before we jumped on. And actually, I think your your compliance so far this week, compliance basically being, um, have you been getting your runs in? Have you been adhering to what's requested? Forty five minute easy as you've done. Have you done your forty five minutes? That sort of stuff. And you've you've done all right. You've done well. Um, I did. I've done okay. There was a couple of times couple. where I didn't do. I didn't do one on Monday. Yeah, so I did one on. I didn't do one on Monday. So we did me workout of the workout week. This is the four by four by five minutes. It was, wasn't it? Off two minutes rest. Yeah. Um, how did you find it? Yeah. All right. I enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Like I said last episode, I think them kind of uh, them kind of prescript prescriptive runs almost. Mm. I found enjoyable because. I go out there with a plan and it tells me what to do on my watch. I just follow what it says on my watch. I'm a very simple kind of guy. So if it tells me what to do, I do yeah. it. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed it. And I go down to my route that I use. Uh, so we go around the lake a couple of times. I had a couple of fishermen asking me, how many, how many times are you going to go around here today? How many fish are you going to catch, mate? That's what you should have responded to. How long are you sitting there for catching nothing? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was good. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I, was, I do enjoy that. I was wondering when you're running around a lake where there's fishermen and dressed in camouflage and they're taking it really seriously, whether a runner puts the fish off. If you're a fisherman <laughs> and you're yeah, interested true. in running and you've got any knowledge about fishing, does a runner running around the lake disturb the fish so much that you don't catch? Because if it does, <laughs> I'm going to carry on doing it. <laughs> yeah, I think the kids that are in the park by the side would be probably going to disturb the fish more, chucking in rocks and stuff. So I, think <laughs> I don't think they've got That rock. workout, to be fair, the four by five minutes, have a look at it. I think you, you, your, first, your first five minute interval, you sort of grew into the pace a little bit and it took you a little bit of time to mm. get up to the pace. Do you find it comfortable? getting up to your pace and holding it or do you because the, the th- sort of at the three the last three of the four you got up to speed quite quickly and held the pace really well um and yeah met, met sort of the prescribed pace for the four for the three f- f- lots of uh five minutes the first one you you sort of took your time to get there i think it's just because it's new, well it's not new but it's just because it's going from easy running to 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 10k pace almost and it's that movement up quite quickly uh and i was trying to find my pace i've got the watch yeah. on looking at okay i've got to keep it in the green and i was like right okay i'm not quite sure about this i'm going i don't want to go too fast but i don't want to go too slow and it's just trying to figure it out but after i've got the first five minutes i kind of knew what to yeah. expect next time so i could able to get back to that pace i'm getting better at pacing yeah. uh, i'm not fantastic at it and i think i was speaking to dave who's going to be pacing me on uh, hopefully pacing me on sunday uh, dave wallace who's a stoke fit member and i said to him getting better at pacing but i'm not fantastic at it so i mean the good thing is i think it's twofold doing these types of sessions in 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 this workout of the week workout of the week in two three and four of the five minute intervals you really sort of found your pace which is what you've just said there yeah. but i always sort of say to people that are doing these sessions it's not just about seeing if you can hold a certain pace and, and teaching the body to become comfortable uh being uncomfortable it's about learning the pacing strategies and knowing what certain paces feel like so the more we do them the more we learn um and that's another one of the reasons why we do these sessions it's not just to give the body a good workout it's to learn the feelings at different paces so i actually think on that one you did really well you you've you've achieved 
you've achieved what was asked of you there, Rob, which I think is fantastic. Yeah. And how did you feel? You, you, you told me that it, you felt quite strong. Uh, it was a, it was a yeah, seven out of ten, and you were feeling quite strong. Yeah, I felt really. St- I felt strong. It was hard. Don't get me. I don't get me wrong because it, it that sustaining be, yeah, that pace for five minutes and then st- not stopping but slowing down and getting used to that slowing down and building the back up the pace again. I think that's beneficial because that's what you do in races, I suppose. Sometimes there's times where you stop and have a drink or there's times where there's people in front of you and you slow down quite quickly and then have to pick up the pace again. So I think that's good. But yeah, I felt strong. Um, And and, and like I say, I, I enjoy it because... It is different. It is I mean, different. And I know I've had people come and speak to me about actually wanting to do the run. Uh, and Jody, who, who sent a, a, message, a, a question for, the, for later, she asked about doing it. Yeah. And I says, well, this is what I did. And this is the pace that I did. And she's, I would say she's probably similar pace to me. She's done a, the a Cambridge half last week or the week before. And she did two hours, six, I think. So similar kind of pace to me. So I think... Uh, I felt like a bit of a coach. I was coaching her yesterday. Well, so you're, lear- you're learning stuff, and obviously doing this is teaching you, or you know, enhancing your knowledge. And it's good to be able to pass that on. I think that's the thing with running. As a coach, you can learn from other coaches. As a runner, you can learn yeah. from other runners, and that's the thing. It's how you put that into your training. But it's good because you are pushing yourself once a week, um, and that's the tw- the eighty twenty split that we talk about quite a lot. Easy and easy miles and hard miles, and you're getting them in now with a bit of variety. Um, yeah. You obviously did your easy runs, 30 minutes easy on Saturday. Sunday we had 80 minutes, yeah, but yeah. you did an hour. But we knew that because in the scheduling, sort of, I knew that you had the kids at the weekend, but still yeah. managed to get out and do that hour. Monday's run didn't happen. Is that because of what, what was that? Just general? What happened on Monday? It was. Uh, what did we do? We went out. We went, actually. For people that don't know, um, myself and my fiance are getting married. Um, I don't think I mentioned it on the podcast yet, but we're getting married next January 2024. So we went to to visit a person who's going to be making our cake. Oh, <laughs> so we you went out to cake get instead. To... No, we did eat cake. We did eat cake, but the, oh, the meeting was supposed to be at five o'clock. Yeah, it's supposed to be at five o'clock, but it didn't start till quarter past twenty past. So we actually didn't get out until about, I think it was about quarter past six and then so i missed the club run so we went out for tea instead and celebrated the fact that we just said yes to a cake it's not yes to the dress it's yes to the oh, cake so you've got a cake you've got a cake have you <laughs> well we, we've got we've got a uh, we've got somebody making our cake for us um we're having i think we're having carrot cake we're having three tiers oy, oy. sorry this is i know this is nothing new about oh, running, so bear with me, people. cake and running goes hand in hand <laughs> go on so it's a carrot cake to stop, to start at the top, sorry, for the smallest tier. And then we've got a, a, a lemon sponge in the middle and then chocolate sponge for bottom. So ch- take your pick. Uh, so, yeah, so I didn't do it on Monday. Um, so I haven't actually done any running this week yet. I mean, if you're going to zero miles, so the first week, episode that we talked to. I was going to say, if you're going to pick a week to go and not do any running and, and sit and eat cake, it's taper week, right? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yeah. you've, you put a good shift in last week. We've gone into taper week. Did you, was, was last, was, was Tuesday the hour and 11? Is that football? Did football happen? Yeah. So we did, yeah. yeah so we did football on Tuesday. Okay. So I have done the something, turning over. 
Yeah, yeah. And it's going back to the first episode where I said, I'm sitting here on Zero Miles. I'm looking at my watch now. I'm on Zero Miles again. But like you say, it's good because it's taper week. And I will be going out, hopefully, this afternoon after work to just go out and do my run. 30 minutes done. Um, Yeah, to get it out and just get an easy run in. And then I've got a rest day tomorrow, which I'm looking forward to again. And then I've got, is it... Easy two miles with stride yeah. just to get my legs to the well, it's, it's it's two miles roughly twenty minutes ish with yeah. some strides, four strides just to get the legs turned over, ready for Stafford half on Sunday, which hopefully does happen because yeah. you put the work in, you're in good good place for it. I think it will. I think it will. We'll, we'll, see. See. we'll see. But no, I think uh, a good week's worth of training there. To be fair, and I'd be interested to speak about what we've got on uh, what you did on Stafford half next weekend. Uh, well, in the yeah. next episode, um, I mean, it, it's it's one of them. I think you just got to go and give it your all, haven't you? And, and got, you've got Dave Pace in you, which is good. Um, mm. Good to see how you get on with that one. But there's no workout of the week this week. No. Because no workout of the week. you're racing. But obviously a lot of our listeners, being from over Stafford Way, I'd imagine workout of the week for a lot of our listeners is going to be Stafford half. Well, that's what I was going to say. My workout of the week is my focus of the week is going to be for Stafford Half. If so. you are listening to the show and you are doing Stafford Half uh, and you see Rob, give him a wave, give him some encouragement. <laughs> but share on Instagram or Facebook how you get on with your Stafford Half results. Tag us in any pictures that you get. Reach out to us about your Stafford Half experience. Uh, Ange Morton, if you're listening, write us a poem about Stafford Half if you're doing it. Um, I think, she, I think she's doing it. When I spoke, I think when she I spoke is. to her I'm, I'm pretty sure, Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a couple of us from Stoke Fit are doing it. Well, good luck it. to everyone. Um, yeah. Good luck to everybody, as, as, as well as good luck to me. Wishing myself good luck. I don't know if that's a thing. Oh, but wishing know. himself good luck. Good luck, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about your big experience on Sunday. Big experience, yeah. Cambridge Half Marathon. Um, PB'd. PB'd. Yeah. Uh, one minute PB. PB. One minute PB for a time of one hour, 20 minutes and 50 odd seconds for the half marathon. Wow. Um I was over the moon, to be fair. Like, I, I messaged you to say it happened. And <laughs> to be honest, I, I cried like a baby at, when I finished. It was the only thing that could come out of me, to be fair. I, <laughs> you give everything I've else. Been, I've trained for it, and I've, it's been an ambition of mine to sort of get close. Well, I want to get sub 80 minutes for a half marathon. I'm still not quite there. I know it's going to come. Um, but in this block, it was I was glad to get the PB, and I've put a lot of hard work in. I lost a couple of weeks of training um, with a, with a, a tight calf. Uh, the week building up to Rugeley, so I didn't do Rugeley 10 because of it. Yeah. Um, I had to sort of look after myself in that sense, and I thought, you know, it, what was what was going to be left? But I put a really big effort in. I got the, the course was lovely. It was really well spectated. Um, it sort of has a bit of an uphill climb, and not massively steep, not a big gradient, but an uphill climb up until about nine or ten miles. And I got to a point at ten miles, and there was a, a, a like a, a drumming 
I don't want to say band, but a, a drumming group on the side, um, big drummers, and the, the woman that was leading them was like getting right into it. I heard it, and it went it went straight through me. The drumming did, and it like really picked me up for like a a good yeah. three three mile downhill effort. I was absolutely shattered, yeah. but I found myself getting all emotional at that point. To be fair, because I was like, if I can hold on to this for three miles, it's going to be a good race time. Um, I finished and I saw Rach at the finish line and she sort of uh, asked if I was all right. I went over to the, the only thing I can do is to look, sort of lean on the railings. Um, <laughs> then my eyes started filling up and I was gone. I was like, <laughs> but it's funny because for five minutes after the race, like you, you funnel your way through the, the thing to like your medals and pick up your water and stuff. And obviously I'd look like I'd put an effort in and I had a couple of stewards and volunteers and St. John's ambulance asking me if I was all right. Cause obviously I looked a bit of a date. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time I've experienced it. I literally couldn't speak. I actually couldn't speak for five minutes because I think I would just... And for people that listen to the podcast, we know that's quite an impossibility. Uh, he can't speak. All right, all right. We're on a podcast. It's good to talk, Rob. Um, but no, a great a great experience. And I've enjoyed the moment. I'm back out training. Birmingham in May and sub one sub 80 minutes is on the on the books i was going to say is that your next that's target, the target. but i've got crew crew 10k in four weeks so yeah. i'm looking forward to that yeah. first don't get too carried away lot you know yeah so yeah, yeah. it was good. i can completely agree with the emotions of it i, I can remember I, london doing london marathon i got to about mile 20 and people were saying to me oh you'll get emotional you'll start welling up and you'll start thinking about things and I was like, I'm, I want to do that. I'll be all right. I want to do that. I got to about mile 20. I'm not really told anybody this, but I, I can I can remember because I was running for Parkinson's UK. I was running for my granddad and Laura's granddad who recently passed away with Parkinson's. And I just kept thinking about them. Mm-hmm. And that was running through my head. And even now thinking about it, now making me making me a bit, a bit emotional. Thinking about them. I didn't cry, but that's you what cried. drew me on. I've admitted my crying. <laughs> come on, you cried. Did water come out of your eyeballs? I had a tear, I had a tear coming out of my yeah. eye. There you go. But I'm I've been sweat <laughs> mile 20 but it is it does get you don't yeah, the emotions do get you you, you put everything in and you, you physically drained and just one little thing like thinking of my granddad and laura's granddad just made me feel like oh my god i'm going bloody cry i mean when you're running for such a worthy yeah. cause that is so close to your heart and you forget all of a sudden yeah. actually why you're doing the race because you spend so long sort of training for it you become absorbed by the training yeah. when you're actually in the moment yeah whether you've set yourself a big goal that you're working towards or even better than sort of a personal goal is the money that you're raising for a, a, a well, uh, you know, a, a well-deserving charity. You, you can get that emotion takeover. So we talk about goal yeah. setting all the time and why you're doing things. I, I think you need to make sure you don't, if you are listening, you've got looking for a reason as to why you're doing something. Don't, don't sort of forget the reasons why, um, whether that be personal targets, fundraising, doing it for people that you love or whatever. Just make sure you hold yeah. on to that because it, it can really take you to another level in terms of your performance. Yeah, and that's what drew me through the last couple of miles. It was like, mm. right, I've got to do this. I've got my, my granddad will be watching, looking down. Laura's granddad will be looking down and... It was it was amazing. It was amazing. And that's where the pose comes from on the photos, right? The thumbs up. Yeah. The al the albatry. Yeah. Well, there's a picture of me doing. Yeah. It was like literally a picture of me pointing up to the sky. And that I don't know if it was at the same time as doing as, as thinking that's about the, it, but that the was the yeah. footballer coming out of you with your celebration. Yeah. <laughs> at the sky. yeah. But I wasn't even. I don't think it was anybody well, at that point. But. Maybe just maybe we might see a bit of that at Stafford half. So good Maybe. luck on Thank Sunday, uh, Dave. You. 
keep him on pace and we'll have a, a <laughs> recap on the next episode next week to see how you got on uh, and listeners remember wow. to tag us in your posts if you are doing it but a massive well done to you massive well done for your team you. to cambridge you. i think it's really good really good should we should we give out some more celebrations should we have a look at the strava leaderboard yes let's um so we've had messages we'll come on to the messages in a bit about somebody that was really keen to get top of the leaderboard we'll come on to that in a minute but what we've done from monday to sunday so last week's uh, we've got in third place 55.4 miles well done to liam clay um very well done is that first time liam's in the top the, three he's been on the, he's been no, on the i think he's before. been i think he's yeah, I think he's been. I think he's been in the top three before, but I think it's the first time he's come third. Second place we have with fifty-seven point one miles, Amanda Kelly, so a Stoke Fit member. So well done, Amanda. Uh, I think she's done really well. I think she's got night and coming up in a couple of weeks, so she might feature again. And then top top of the shop with fifty-seven point seven miles. She's there again. She's Ooh. cracking their miles that? out. Alicia Gilbert. No. Yeah, she's there again, no. 57.7 miles. <laughs> we just need to say, and the, and, the, and the Alicia Gilbert board goes too. <laughs> yeah, Alicia, well done. Um, great, great consistency. We, we talk about it every week, but well done. It's the first time in, in a long time that Sean hasn't actually featured on the on the top three. So I'm going to give him a mention. So he came fourth at 44.2 of Sean Moynihan. So well done, the geezer from top New man. Zealand. Uh, so this week, uh, so from Monday to Thursday, I'm going to draw it out. The 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 the, the, uh, the suspense for Dave. <laughs> so in twenty twenty eight point four miles. So in third place is Alicia Gilbert. Oh. So she's there again. Closely, Andy Torby did well. So he was twenty six point seven. So he was on the leaderboard for a long period of time. So well done to Andy. That's somebody that we know. We met a couple of times. He's an NSR, NS, a Nostas Road Racers Association runner. Uh, so we've, we've uh, spoke to him a couple of times. Nostas Roadrunners? Number two. Is he? It's Nostas Roadrunners. Yeah, he is. I like our Nostas Roadrunners. Or NSRRA. No, Nostas yeah, Roadrunners, Rob. Anyway, moving on. Uh, second place is Day Sean. So well oh, done. Top man. Sean, short. Top man from New Zealand. It's Sean Moynihan, 38.8. And well done, Dave Morton. I can't believe he's uh, got that, with, to be fair. I mean, we are doing it again slightly earlier. 39.1 miles. Slightly earlier on the Thursday than we, we did it when we introduced the leaderboard. And he's he's just picked Sean Moynihan to the, the lead. But Dave, Dave. <laughs> He's, he's kept us entertained, hasn't he, Rob Dave? He has, he yeah. has. So Dave is he's friends with he's friends with Ben, but I've also met him. Uh, we went to watch uh, Wrexham versus Solly Moors together, so I have actually met Dave. Um, but he was messaging saying that he wants to get top of the straw of a leaderboard. He was asking us questions: How, what time do we do the <laughs> podcast? What time do we make, need to make sure me our me, me miles are in for? And I've done double runs on days, and then we were saying, "Well, one done." <laughs> 
Yeah, well, you might need to do another one because Sean normally goes out at this time and then we were trying to wind him up. But he has done it. He's done a very good job. I mean, the, 39.1 miles. The good thing is with that, if you look at his uh, activities, uh, at the start of January, he'd done a four-mile week, a nine-mile week, a 12-mile week, 19-mile week, 26-mile week. So he built it up. Then for the last three weeks, he's pretty much done nothing. Um, yeah. And then this week, he's gone big. <laughs> 39 miles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's gone big. Well, he's for a hundred, he's waiting for a hundred kilometers this year. Yeah, this weekend, so he must be working kilometers. Double runs, but he's, he's funny because he's been double run day. Like most people, who go out in the morning and then get a bit of rest and go out in the evening. He's been going out at twelve o'clock in the afternoon and then going out at three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So literally a couple of hours in between. And them. this is a guy that's just had a new baby, so he's he's obviously running away from something. <laughs> <laughs> The baby's pooed again. I'm just going out for a run. One who smelt it, doubt it. But Dave, <laughs> congratulations, mate. You deserve it. You've put the you've put the work in. Um, he's, he's done a rob, and he probably won't run for a week now. Yeah, that's it now, Dave. You can have a rest. He didn't hide his though. I was I said to him that might be a good suggestion because people tend to pick up on it. And uh, I'm not I'm not saying it's because we're, we're we're really big or anything like that. But to get top of the Strava leaderboard, it seems to be a bit of an accolade at the moment. So I had to hide my activity to make sure that people didn't pit me to the post. So you've done well, Dave. So well done, Dave. Well done. We'll give you that. We'll give you that. (laughs) Still to come on this episode of the Couch to Coach Running Podcast. Carb loaded. When do you start? Yeah. And when do you stop before the race? Carb loading for me is a tricky one because if you don't understand carb loading too well, a lot of the time it's well, I'm going to eat as much pasta as I can the night before a big race. The Couch to Coach podcast is available on a wide variety of podcast players. If you like what you hear in this episode, please remember to follow the show and set a future episodes to auto-download. Our main objective on this show is to get people into running and to talk about running. We're two normal guys that live normal lives, and although our following is growing, we rely on you, the listeners, to get the word out there about this show. So please, whilst you're listening, remember to leave us a review on your chosen podcast player to help boost our ratings. Finally, you can stay up to date with all things Couch to Coached over on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Just search for Couch to Coached. Should we have a Should we have a look at a listener's question? And we're going. It is question this week, right? It is, yeah. So we've only got one question this week, guys. Uh, we are trying to see if we can keep the podcast a bit shorter this week to see what people's thoughts are on it. So we'll put a poll out there later to see if people prefer the shorter episode. Not knowing me and Ben, I know Ben likes to talk, but I I love to talk, so it might be longer than what we expect. But we have got one question. So if anybody's got any questions that they want answering please do send them in otherwise we won't have this as a feature so we won't have your you won't have an opportunity to actually ask us a question about anything in particular it could be about coaching it could be about our experiences it could be about what we think about certain races or certain or certain distances so please do send your messages in emails via couch to coach couch to coast at aldo.com or on instagram facebook tiktok twitter wherever listeners question but we have insert jingle insert jingle listener question so we have one listener's question from jody hertzberg john so we gave her a shout out last week she did the cambridge half and she's doing 
Stafford off this week. So her question is, I've always been a foodie, but after a long run, I feel I could eat everything in sight. I will be interested to know what you both follow, if any, in terms of nutrition in your day-to-day life and before and after a race. Uh, talk me through what your ideal weeks look like, including the weekends. So I've always been rubbish with nutrition. I think I mentioned it on a couple of episodes ago. My diet has been up and down. It's like a yo-yo. So I'll eat loads and then I'll eat nothing. And I'll eat loads and I'll eat nothing. So my diet is shocking. And I've always wanted to learn a bit more about nutrition. And I did at certain points in my life. Uh, I had a PT and he would basically tell me what to eat and and no disrespect it was like right okay then after that pt session had finished so 12 weeks 12 weeks i had i felt went back to what i was eating before so it didn't really stick with me um being a nurse oh you would expect me to know what to eat and what not to eat uh but it's all well and good knowing what to eat and what not to eat but it's actually doing it so have you got anything to add did you feel that your you said that your food intakes lots well you'd eat quite a bit and then some days you'd eat nothing quite a bit did that correlate with the actual exercise that you were doing do you think like if you went out for a long run you'd eat loads for a couple of days and then your diet would uh, your appetite would drop off or what what? i don't know I, I, i suppose with so with me so I'm a big lad, so people that know me or people that have met me, I am a big lad. I'm six foot, nearly six foot six, uh, a bit rotund, as you would say. I've lost a lot of weight recently, but I think my diet really hasn't changed dramatically since I started running, as it was before. It's just because I'm moving more, and my calorie my calorie intake is probably no different, but my calorie output when I'm doing the exercise is more. Yeah. Um, Laura, who is my fiance oh, marrying in january i don't know if anybody's mentioned it uh, Rob's getting married she's awesome. currently yeah she's currently on a diet so she's doing slimming world and so i tend to eat whatever she's eating because it's easier to eat the same thing at meal times but the problem with me is i could have like 15 portions to hear one portion yeah. if that makes i mean sense. it's a thing it's i think obviously i'm not a nutritionist so i'm not going to give lots and lots and lots of information out about this because i'm not i'm not qualified to do that but one thing i have learned over the years with reading lots of stuff is that diet is very personal it's very individual or should be very individual Mm. so if a lot of a lot of households do that you cook a meal you do portion and you'll have the same size portion um it's good for women um to regulate food and good for men to regulate food but what you'll often find is that you might have one that outbalances the other so you might have the woman that has the same size portion as the man and doesn't need as many calories as the man and this isn't me being sexist by the way it's also men will pretend potentially have the same portion as one but men need more calories so end up overeating because they try and eat more or have larger portions go back for seconds and i've been guilty of that for many many years we use hello fresh Ah, okay. And yeah, they, they send you food in portion size, so you order the food, cook it fresh for two people, and they yeah. do work well. Um, other 
food preparation, ordering food, freshly cooking things are available. Um, but it works well because they provide you all the fresh ingredients. So you are eating fresh. You're not eating processed. You get your meals planned out for the week. They send you all your stuff through and it is two portions. Generally speaking, then it's about control of how many calories are in that. And you can see that from the recipe card they send you. Hello, Fresh, if you want to sponsor us, let us know. <laughs> or any other food prepping services um and then it's about control like how much dessert do you have do you have two desserts do you have a chocolate bar after do you not have any dessert that sort of thing yeah it's difficult um um i uh, i'm not really a sweet person laura probably begged to disagree but i i i'm more of a savory mm. person so if there's an extra portion going of the meal that we've just had yeah. i would have that over a pudding which isn't as which is which isn't good or isn't bad, I suppose. It's probably similar. Um But yeah, my 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 relationship with food has always been I'll come from a family that are big eaters. We're all very big eaters. Um my dad's a butcher, so we've always had meat. I have to have meat with every single meal that we have. So if we have like yeah. a I don't know, Sunday dinner very rarely we would have something without the meat. So my relationship with food is very up and down. Yeah. I know I know what I shouldn't eat and I know when I should eat, but then I'll binge as well. That's my I problem. Think this sometimes. Is the thing I think binging is binging's a classic thing. People people eat uh, or go on diets or think they need to go on diets, and I don't yeah. think diets work well. Uh, don't, they don't go hand in hand with running necessarily because if yeah. you're running and you're burning a lot of calories and you're training four or five times a week, running easy or harder exercise uh, sessions. You think to yourself, I'm on a diet, but then actually what happens, it takes a lot of willpower um, to yeah. basically refrain from the, uh, the, the the bad foods. And when you use a lot of willpower, if your stress levels go up, what tends to happen is you then binge. I think what yeah. you have to do is to manage your diet accordingly across the course of the day. And I think that comes from eating the right foods, like refined sugars – chocolate bars um they might make you feel satisfied at the time of having the chocolate bar what then happens is that keeps you going for well but then for an hour or so but then what happens is you get a sugar rush and you then drop and then all of a sudden you're hungry again the yeah. foods that you eat at the times in which you're hungry throughout the day are what's important so i think having a good breakfast is essential like you can skip breakfast and people have different things to do but if you had like a good breakfast of not something that's not refined like porridge oats and fruit it will keep you fuller till maybe lunchtime which means you've got through that gap of not snacking if you then think to yourself i'm gonna have a good lunch and not something that's maybe processed again and you're not going to suffer that crash you'll stay full to your, your dinner but if you need snacks it's adding snacks in that are going to be suitable fruit nuts are really good preparing things like eggs to snack on and that sort of thing it's all about planning your food i think and making sure that you are not feeling hungry all the time because you're on a diet because the inevitable is probably going to happen at that point and that's a binge yeah yeah i'm bad for that i know i am um the problem <laughs> and laura again will vouch for this the problem is because we've got kids we have snacks in the house yeah so we have things like penguin bars or we have things like jammy dodgers or we have things like chocolate dodgers. Do the old parents' at dinner time. 
Oh, you're not <laughs> yeah. eating that bit of sausage. Well, I'll have that. It's not going in the bin. We don't yeah. waste it in our house. Yeah. yeah. But Laura, Laura tells me off all the time, what are you eating now? What are you eating now? I'm like, it's only one biscuit. And then that biscuit turns into two biscuits yeah, yeah. and turns into three biscuits. And it's the, by the time you look at it, you're like, I've got the whole packet. Um, and then I'm, 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 I'm not so bad now. But when I'm on a diet, I weigh myself all the time. So I'm like, how much weight have I lost? How much weight have I lost? I'm not so bad now because when I'm, I know if I'm eating, I can go out and I can go for a run and I burn the calories that I probably ate. But yeah, my relationship with food isn't the best. Um, I love food, yeah. but I hate food as well at the same I time. I think what needs to happen really is you need to have some thought process. I don't think you can diet, as mm. I say, when you're running. But I think making sure you're eating regularly making healthy eating choices foods that are going to keep you fuller for longer is a starting point but um we are going to have a special guest on the show um i've been lining it up special announcement again we had we had a special we had a special announcement last week so announcement so we've got a really good guest coming on um his name's jack and he is the owner of the business Box Nutrition. And he's somebody that I've um, known for a couple of years now. And he does VO2 max testing. Um, but he's also a, um, a coach in things like diet. Uh, he's a sports nutritionist. So he's going to come on the show. And he's going to be someone that will answer a lot of questions like this. How to eat around training. How to make sure that you get the right fueling strategies to fuel your day as well as your training um, mm-hmm. and he's going to be a guest that comes on the show what we'll do is we'll pop some details over in the stories on Instagram and Facebook in the coming days and weeks we'll get a date lined up for him and we'll keep you posted when he's going to come on but he will be a really interesting uh, guest to listen to because he's going to answer all these questions and he is qualified so he'll tell you everything and that'll be a good chance for you to get your listeners questions in definitely so people do get your listeners questions in uh, especially if you want to if you want to get a question answered by a nutritional a, a qualified nutritionist uh, i'm a qualified nurse so i can't really answer the questions about nutrition so that's why we thought to ourselves well we'll get somebody in could we have a couple it's not the first time people have asked us about nutrition yeah. so dave who run the strava league he was asking about nutrition as well i've just got one quick question for you about nutrition ben before we go on to the, the couch go on. carb loading when do you start yeah and when do you stop before the race carb loading for me is a tricky one because if you don't understand carb loading too well a lot of the time it's i'm going to eat as much pasta as i can the night before a big race it's probably not the sensible thing to do because it's going to sit in the stomach um and it could go disastrously wrong so all I would say is the first few days uh, before race, so like during your taper week where your exercise intensities drop down, your body starts to store glycogen. So what you need to be doing is yeah. if you're using that through any exercise or at rest, it's about replacing that so that when you come to the race day, you've got enough glycogen stores. Um, so in theory, carbs should be a pasta meal, a bowl of pasta, a normal pasta meal the night before a race, or I I personally like pizza, um, a good mm. pizza because the base is full of carb. You get protein mm. from the the meat that you have on it, or the other sources, fat from the cheese. I just find it a well balanced meal. Um, but carb loading it doesn't necessarily mean eating lots of carbs. I think the few days into the race, all you're trying to do is to replace any carbohydrates you are using. So make sure your meals are a bit more. 
um, high carbohydrate um, going into the race, um, you might feel a bit heavy. You might feel a little bit um, sort of lethargic at times because your body is starting to store that um, and you're not using as much, which you've been sort of running quite low of during your training blocks. That's a perfectly normal feeling, um, but it's the days in the build-up uh, to the race that you should just be mindful of how much you're putting in and try and make sure your meals have a good portion of carbohydrates in each meal. Are you interested in hiring a personal running coach? If so, please visit www.benrussellfitnesscoach.co.uk or head over to Instagram and Facebook at Ben Russell Fitness Coach for more details. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks very much. We got some in. Should we do couch reads? We'll do couch reads, but I need to go get the magazine, so just bear with me. I've just remembered. So Rob's literally just going to get his magazine to do couch reads. Um, I don't know what he's got in store for us, but I'd imagine it's going to come from a well-known um, publication. Other good publications are available. Um, when he comes back, here he comes. I've just been talking. I've just been talking about you to the listeners. <laughs> yeah. So I've got it now. I've got the magazine. So. This is, again, from Runner's World. This is April's edition, so it's just recently come out. Again, thank you to Laura for the subscription. I get Runner's World on a regular basis. So the happiness movement. So exercise was named as one of the key ways to combat depression in a major new paper. The review um, found that when it comes to lifestyle therapies as opposed to medication, the recommendations were the highest ratings to improvement to improve MDD, which is made a dep- major depressive order, or exercise, relaxation, te- relax Relaxation techniques. Relaxation. 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 What's relaxation? <laughs> relaxation techniques. Work direct intervention, so I, i.e., changes to a job role potentially. Sleep and mindfulness therapies. Changes to diet and also access to green space were also suggested, but had a lower evidence rate. So exercise, good for your mental health. We're gonna we're gonna spend five minutes now discussing it but we're also the clock is going now but we're, we're, we're going to focus on mental health and running in may as it yeah. is mental health awareness month but i thought i'd start with a bit of a discussion about it now and i completely and utterly 100 percent agree with that oh totally my mental health touch wood has never been as good as it has been since i started running so mm-hmm. my mental health now is as is, is massively improved with the running, with the exercise, not only because I've lost weight and I feel better in myself, but also I find that going running gives you that time to think about things, reflect on things. I'm a big reflector. We talk about it in nursing quite a lot, so reflecting on things that have either gone well or not gone so well in the day. And I think that time running is a really good opportunity to have a think to yourself and actually talk to yourself and say, Right, okay then. That didn't go so well. What can I do next time? Well, that went really well. How can I improve on that? Here's a question for you then. If it's really helped improve your mental health and you've got a regular routine of exercise, you know, you've got your football, you've got your downtime, you use it as time to go and reflect. How do you feel when you don't run? Uh, I feel guilty. 
uh, I think sometimes I feel guilty that I, I haven't done it, and I feel, and especially now with the North Stars Road Races, uh, with the league that we've got, I feel to myself like, oh, somebody else is probably out there. So once somebody, one of my competitors is out there doing the rate, the running, and I'm not doing the running, and it starts to play on my mind a little bit. Um, and I think having them runs. I appreciate the days where I'm not running better more as well, yeah. if that makes sense. So the rest days, you could get like depression. Let's say, for instance, is a it's, you know it's it's a strong term to say that you might get depression because yeah. the, there are people that suffer with depression for various reasons. But I've experienced it where I feel guilty for not running, and you look yeah. at the competitors that you're in in North Stars Road Runners, and you look at. Um, the people that you 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 follow on Strava, they're out running. You're not. Do you yeah. think you can get down in the dumps because you, you're not running, and it, to the point where it's quite negative? Yeah, yeah. I think if I haven't got that time to ref, to reflect, I don't do that reflection. So I don't think to myself, well, what have I done today? I have a conversation with Laura when she comes in from work. How's your day been? Yeah, how's your day been? But that is the internalization of what's happened throughout the day yeah. is better because you, although you're talking about it to somebody and they can give you suggestions, but yeah. you're actually recognizing it yourself and you're spending that time looking at, right, okay, what can I do next time? How could that be improved? Or oh, that went yeah. really, really well. And, um, I wouldn't say I feel depressed if I don't go out for a run. Like I'm looking outside now, looking at the snow, thinking it's probably better for my physical health rather than my mental health not to go running because just yeah. in case I slip over. But I think the physical health aspects really have a massive impact on your mm. mental health and your cardiovascular system, your heart, your, your low heart rate has a massive impact yeah. on your mental health and the blood pumping through your body oxygenated blood pumping through your body has a massive imp- improvement on your mental health. I mean, I had it a couple of weeks back. We spoke about on the show where I couldn't run because of us. I was yeah. a bit under the weather. Um, and I think it's the biggest thing for me, as you've touched on, is getting that sort of bit of headspace to go out for like an mm-hmm. hour. Yeah. You haven't got to be talking to anyone, but you think things through or just that release yeah. of that pressure because you're outside and it's maybe an hour where you haven't had to think about it. Because if I don't get that, I think I, qu- I quickly sort of catastrophize everything. Um, yeah. It's it becomes everything then becomes too much. The little things which I can deal with when I've done my running um, is good. Like I can I can get out and I can do my thinking time. But if I haven't had that thinking time, just the little things I can normally handle, I struggle to handle. Um, mm. And then it, it means that you get a bit frustrated, short tempered at things that you wouldn't normally. Yeah. So I think yeah. it's it's really good to get that a bit of headspace. Forget the physical benefits a second. I think it's one of the things we really want to get across. And, and you know, we're going to do quite a few episodes at Mental Health Awareness Week about it. Um, we've got some good guests coming on. Um, I think it's it's more for um, mental health for me than anything. In mm. in terms of, I know that I, you know, I'm physically fit. I, I wouldn't be able to run a, a half marathon the time I did. You could run a half marathon in two hours, and and whatever time you're running in, and feel great physically fit. But I think it's mm. the mental side that should take a lot of priority as well. I think the the, the feelings after as well. So the the, the oh, what you yeah. felt after after Cambridge half, the, the the rush of endorphins that you got through that mm. also has a massive impact on your mental health because you think to yourself, well, 
I want that feeling again. Yeah. I want to get, and it's a good way because that's what people with 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 people with drug disorder, people that take drugs or drink alcohol, they want to have that feeling again. So replacing that, or not, I'm not going to go into that in great detox or over five minutes, but replacing it with something which is good for your physical positive, health, yeah, positive for your physical health, like running, and you get that kind of buzz is really really good. I mean, I think this shows. We've sp- it's a five-minute bit of section in the show. We've we have gone over, but it's very easy to talk about it for a long time, which is why we are going to dedicate a few episodes to Mental Health Awareness Week and talk about this yeah. with people that have had this experience, the positives, the negatives that they've felt when they haven't been able to run. We're going to get some experts on the show. We've got an expert here already. I'm talking to him. Um, we're going to dig into that a little bit more in a special uh, week or, or a month of episodes. And that'll be great for us, I think, to get you listening to that and hopefully answer some questions as well. But that brings us really to the end of the show. It does. It does. A shorter episode. Very short effort. Completely, we've kept we've kept ourselves strict, strict, and we've kept it to restricted to a, a time frame. So, forty five minutes, probably a little bit longer for people that are listening because we've got the idea of the jingles and things like that. But what we want is your feedback, guys. So, tell us what you think about this shorter episode. Is it better or would you prefer to have it a bit longer? Give us a time frame because I know some people listen to it while they're on a long run and some people go out for an hour, some people go out 45 minutes and we can't obviously do it for, for everybody but let us know the feedback of what you think for this episode. Last uh, question of the show goes to me, Rob. Go on. So you've had carrot, lemon and chocolate yeah. in the wedding cake. Yeah. What's your favourite tier? Carrot. I chose carrot. So we've had. So I chose carrot cake. It's going to be carrot and orange. So carrot and orange. Uh, Arthur chose chocolate cake. Good lad. Me, me youngest. <laughs> and and uh, Laura chose lemon because that's it. We, we there was three of us there. But I know that Arthur, Bradley, and Connie, uh, they all like lemon and chocolate. So. Uh, the, uh, if the whole character is for me, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> so. I, uh, no, if I, I better be getting a slice of that cake because I like a carrot and orange. <laughs> well, there you go then. You, you, you'll be there, so you could have you could have a selection be, of whatever I'll you be want to do. You for the carrot and orange cake, <laughs> guys. Thank you very much for joining us. It's been a shorter episode. We've enjoyed it as always. We hope you enjoy the episode and. Remember your listeners' questions, and good luck at Stafford Half. Thank you very much. Thank you to thank you thank you to the listeners, and also good luck at Stafford Half. Everybody that is running Stafford Half, and I'll see you on Sunday, and I'll see you all later. See you later.